Hey, my name is Rockman Blake, and I am. This is my first, very first podcast that I'm doing. Um, I just call it Daily Diary of Rockman, where I just talk about uh, myself because yeah, I'm a narcissist. Shut up. Anyway, um, here's the intro song. Oh yeah, bitch. Yo. Yeah, that's me, man. Um, Rockman Blake in the flesh. Uncut, raw, telling it like it is, because who gives a shit? And this is completely uncensored. Barely anyone is going to listen to this. I think I'd probably be the only listener of it. Um, So if you do listen to it, uh, then give me a shout on Instagram and uh, also let me know. That you're a lot like me and you, you know, are just bored in life. Right now I'm in a, a country called Estonia. And Estonia is right next to Russia and Latvia, which is another country you don't know, probably, um, if you're listening to this from America. But Google that shit, because it's a great place uh, to live. Once you've been here for a while, you kind of get, it grows on you a little bit. Uh, Eastern Europe, although don't say it's Eastern Europe to Estonians because they like to consider themselves northern. We are northern Europeans. Don't uh, don't tell us that we are the Eastern Europe. We are northern Europeans, just like uh, Finland, except Finland thinks that they're Eastern European. Uh, Estonians are. But um, it's a beautiful place, and it's a, quite an advanced country. Ever since the Soviets left in uh, 91, they've really had a chance to reclaim their independence, like a strong, independent woman, you know. I'm a strong, independent woman, and I don't need you, and I am doing good without you. That's Estonia, really. It's a great place. I like it. I've been here for six months, and I came um, because of corona. I'm like a corona refugee. I thought they were going to be the last place to lock down, really. And uh, and so I just ended up um, coming here because I thought everything would still be open, but they also had a lockdown, so I, I was just more or less stuck. And then um, I met someone who I had known for about two years. And then I kind of, well, you know, came here because I think, man, if things do get locked down, at least I'll be able to spend more time with her, not expecting it to go anywhere. And then, um, yeah, here we are dating six months later and I'm learning Estonian and I'm probably, I'm like becoming a proper Estonian, you know, I'm they're not, they're the shy, they're, they're a bit more on the shy side. They're not like Americans who are like all in your face, you know. Hey, how are you? How you doing? How's it going? How's the weather? You don't really get that from Estonians. So I've just become more and more um, introverted since I've been here. Which I kind of like. As you get older, you just, you become more introverted. You know, you stop. You don't really do as much of the shit you did when you were younger, you know. When I was younger, I remember always going to just like, parties and fucking dinners and breakfasts and lunches with people you always had this schedule this busy schedule of things that you would do it's like oh we're gonna get a brunch at this new nice brunch place here in san francisco you can get a egg white omelet for 47 dollars. oh it's delicious do you want to go oh it's gonna be great and then uh, as i've gotten older i'm 36 now as i've gotten older i've just kind of i don't know those things don't bring me joy i like the solitude and I, I kind of like the, I sort of like the directions going. When you're young, you just think that you have to be busy and doing all these things. And then as you get older, you realize, no, that shit fucking matters. I mean, I still have a social life, um, but not like I used to. And you know what? I'm okay with that. That's nice. Estonia allows you to do that. You get to be just kind of uh, alone. 
and uh, everyone else will leave you alone, which is nice. You get into an elevator, you don't have to worry about there being a forced, awkward conversation. You know, what floor are you going to? I'll press a button for you. <laughs> like, uh, thanks, buddy. I could do it myself. You just don't have that. You get into an Uber, you know it's going to be silent, which is kind of hilarious because Ubers in America they give you a button to, if you do like Uber Black or whatever, you get an option to uh, say that you don't want to be don't want to be talked to. But in Estonia, they don't have to fucking do that. They don't have to put that in the app. We need a button to tell uh, the rider that they don't want to be talked to. What what are you talking about? We never talk to the people in the back. Yes, good point. No need for that. But in America, you have to tell Uber drivers to leave you the fuck alone. I remember that happened to me once, this Uber driver. And he didn't want to talk to me. I didn't want to talk to him. It was a long ride from the airport. I was tired. And, you know, he just had that that deep breath like, okay, I got to be nice just to get a high rating. He's like... So, uh, how was the flight? And I was like, look, man, I don't, you know, I'm just so tired. I will give you five stars if we don't have to talk. He's like, perfect. And we were silent the entire way. And then I gave him a five out of five rating. And it said, what did you like most about your driver, Bob? And I said, it was a great conversation. Bob. But in Estonia, land of the introverts, which I like, you know. I always wonder, how did this place get this way? I think it started years ago. Like everyone was down by the equator and there was one guy who was not as like, you know, tan as everybody else. He's a little bit paler. He had less rhythm. And he's like, man, I don't like this place. It's so loud near the equator. Everybody's dancing, having a good time, but I can't dance. I don't know how to dance. I want to go someplace north. And then he found all the other people who couldn't dance and who were pale. (laughs) That's racist. Anyway. And then they made Estonia a beautiful place, man. Very clean. And um, one thing that, you know, every country is something that they're proud of. And Americans love their freedom and their goons. And Estonians love their nature. Uh, They don't complain much. But um, one thing that they do take seriously is just making sure their nature is pristine. Which I like because I like going for hikes and stuff like that. I like going for walks and whatnot, getting to see the city. And here, you don't really have mountains, so you can't, like, hike, hike up a mountain like you would, you know, in a place with mountains. So they do what I call horizontal hiking, which is basically you just hike sideways. (laughs) And one place they like hiking is, uh, my friend always says that, like, you want to go for a hike? I was like, you have no mountains. Where are we going to hike? We're going to go to a bog. And a bog is basically like like a dead lake, a lake that died. And it's a swamp, essentially. But in any other, any other place, it would be a swamp. Um, but in Estonia, it's a bog. It's like a nature preserve. And <laughs> it's like you would... In America, you'd go to a swamp in Florida where I lived. And it's like, that's where you'd find evidence for a federal crime. But here, it's it's nature. And there's little plaques along the way to tell you what kind of plants and animals are living in this swamp. And, uh, and it's, But it's actually nice. You know, there's wooden planks that kind of lead you through it. So you can sort of walk through this marshy area with these giant kind of tall weeds and grass coming out. And uh, and it's actually, it's very pristine. It's very clean. It's almost apocalyptic because there's usually a lot of haze around. And I'm walking through there and I'm, you know, I'm looking for like a foot that's sticking out of the ground. Like maybe I could help solve an unsolved mystery or something like that. Uh, but uh, but it, it helps you connect with nature when you're there, which is nice. You learn to appreciate nature, man, as you get older. That's what this episode's about. As I get older. You always hear that shit. As I get older. Things change as you get older. I'm 36 now. I used to be 35. 
I'm 36 now. Um, and uh, I don't know. One of the things I like to do is just write in my journal. That's when you know you have no life. I'm just going to write in my journal today. I just like writing in my journal and getting thoughts ready for the day and just getting things that I want to talk about, uh, sorting things out in my head that are been bugging me. And um, one of the things lately I've been writing about is just learning to appreciate what I have, you know? I think that's how we'll end these things, with a motivational quote. That's so cheesy. It's very American, though. Motivational. I don't know why I'm speaking the accent as American. Motivational quote. Yeah, you know, something motivational. Something, what am I saying? You just have to learn to appreciate shit. This is what I like. I've been learning to appreciate small things, uh, like sunsets, like hiking, like all that. But really appreciating times with friends, friends and family, just like on Instagram, you know, I'm appreciating times and friends and family. <laughs> and I make sure I tag everyone. I actually don't really take Instagram that seriously at all. I don't follow anyone. People get get like put off by that. I don't understand why. It's like, who gives a fuck? Don't follow me if you don't like that. I'm not following you back. Get a fucking life. I don't follow anyone because it's too distracting, you know, like, I mean, there's just all kinds of just shit on there that's just designed to suck your attention away. And then, you know, you follow a couple, especially if you follow a couple of models, all they just post is, look at me, look at me here, and look at me there, I'm so hot. Or the dudes that are super buff and they post photos of themselves, and yeah, I just, I start pinching my fat and feeling all fucking fat. I never feel good when I log off of a solid Instagram session of an hour. You don't feel, you know, happy, inspired, and boosted self-esteem. You just feel like shit. So why follow anyone and add to your life? So I just, I'm on there just for promotional purposes. But other than that, I don't really check it. So don't be offended. Um, it's, it's the truth is your content's not that fucking interesting. Read a book. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. But some people get something out of it, obviously. Um, you find out about shows like, uh, like the one I'm doing. I use Instagram to advertise. But I don't get high on my own product. Um, I'm doing a show, though, all the way in Estonia. And it's called Becoming an Estonian Rapper. Well, I'm fucking thrilled about it. And it's a show about, not really about becoming an Estonian rapper, but it, I just needed a name to name the show. I just wanted it to be a show about something other than what I was always doing. I did a show about um, dating stories around the world. And I just felt trapped because I always had to do a fucking show about dating stories. And um, as a host, you know, people, when you come there, they sort of don't really care about what I have to say, I feel like, I always felt like they didn't really give a shit, because I'd always start the show, and they didn't really fucking care, and the crowd wasn't warmed up, and I don't know, I, I just, well, I didn't really advertise the show as me, you didn't really see me in the advertisements too much for that show, it was just, um, I was more or less like just some guy who showed up and hosted, which is kind of nice, because then you had to really work hard to, to get people to pay attention and stuff, because they weren't necessarily there to see me which I was okay with. But I needed a break from it because I was doing it for a while and it felt more like a, a job in the end, you know, because I was there hosting. You don't really get to dive too deep into what's going on in your life. You don't get to explore that much because you only have a limited amount of, a limited amount of time because you got to move on to the next performer and then you got to move on to the next story. And really, they, they love hearing about um, themselves and their own stories as well. So you give them a chance to come on stage and tell the stories which they like. But for me, um, 
you know, I never really got a chance to tell my stories in the way I wanted. So I made another show called Becoming an Estonian Rapper, which is a show about, uh, has nothing to do with becoming an Estonian rapper. <laughs> I hate to disappoint anyone. But it's a show about um, uh, falling in love and learning to appreciate what's in front of me. And um, I'm somehow going to relate that to Estonian rapping. I don't know how. But I think I might somehow. And uh, and I've been writing songs, partially in Estonian, just so I can learn Estonian, and also in English, because uh, I speak English. And uh, that's been fun. That's what I've been doing during lockdown, the great lockdown. And uh, that's been a fucking blast. And I actually hired a singing teacher and a writing partner. And we work together to put out these songs. And some of them are, I find them funny. I have no idea if, if anyone else will find them funny. I find them funny. So I'm going to play them live and then see what happens. And then the the, the show itself is about uh, falling in love. And then the songs will be, um, I don't know, kind of like the soundtrack. I'm not sure if I'm going to do them throughout the show or at the end or, or how I'm going to do it. But, um, but I'm going to be singing, man. First time. My ex said I couldn't sing. <laughs> and I still can't. But I'm going to try it anyway, man. Who needs to listen to her, you know? Yeah. Life is good, though. Things are going well. I have traveled 65 countries on uh, the past three years, and I did seven over 700 shows. One year, 2018, I did 300 shows, 350 shows, I'm sorry. In one year, and I was we did in 2019 250 shows, one year, 65 countries. I went fucking everywhere, and um, I was completely burnt out by the end of it. And luckily or unluckily, the pandemic hit, and I had to stop. Otherwise, I think I would have still been going, you know. So stopped. And uh, had a lot of time to just enjoy life. It was fucking crazy how that happens. It takes a pandemic to enjoy life. It was an unfortunate thing, but I guess there was some silver lining to it. You have to say that too. You know, you can't just say like, well, thanks to the pandemic, my life's going great. I got a chance to appreciate shit. You always have to give that kind of like, well, you know, there was a lot of death and it's very sad that that happened to everyone but my life was going good you're not allowed to say that and of course you do have to feel for the people that struggled but at the same time you do have to see uh the good things that came of it and uh there are some good things you know you kind of learn that you just don't have to go through life chasing uh bullshit but you don't realize it's bullshit until it's taken away from you. And then you realize you're still happy. For me, it was traveling, performing. It was taken away. And I, and I sort of didn't really want to do it anymore. And like I needed a break. And then it was taken away, and I was like, well, fuck. Um, how important was it, really? How important was it, really, to do all these shows, get all this attention to, you know, feed your ego? My ego, not yours. But, you know, you're the same. Shut up. I know you're the same. You check Instagram, don't you? <laughs> feed your ego you're not getting the you don't get the things that make you happy anymore so then what do you do you still have to be happy somehow and it's the little things like uh 
going for walks, man. I never understood that. Go for a walk. So simple, so basic. Go for a walk and just have a good conversation. Become some something that I looked forward to uh, every day. And uh, yeah, you took it for granted when you're just going 65 countries. You don't have time for a walk because you're just trying to, like you're basically walking to airplanes. That's all you're doing. But I stopped doing that. And uh, I just learned to just, just like little things, man. Little shit, you know. But it was fucking difficult, though. Because <laughs> you're always thinking like, all right, things going to open up again. I'm going to go back to how it used to be. Hey, lying to myself and shit. Like, ah, it's going to be, it's going to be next month. Going to go back to the way it was. Like, I, all I needed was two months off. I had no idea. I needed really like a year off. And that's kind of how much time I took off. So now I'm back at it. But I'm not doing the road as much as I did before. That was too much. So now I'm doing... Uh, I'm just staying in the places that I like. So I'm staying in one city. Fuck it. And then I'm doing as many shows as I can there. So luckily, Tallinn, Estonia. And uh, I have this incredible theater by this Australian dude who owns it. He's fucking awesome. His name is Dan. And uh, and I was able to, to do... Maybe we'll do like, I think I have like 25 shows or something, 24 shows over the next month and a half. And uh, yeah, he's been the shit, man. So um, I'm excited to do that because I don't have to travel. I get to do, this is the first time I'm doing a one-man show for like eight years into doing stand-up comedy and finally doing um, a solo show because I don't know. I don't know. I was afraid to do it, whatever. But I was learning from other people, doing their shows and stuff, and then and then did my own show. But then wasn't really doing my own show. I was just hosting it. So now I actually get to do my like own show, show, show. And uh, and yeah, part of you doesn't think you're allowed to, you know, like oh, I should just like you know do someone else's show. I'm not ready yet. And like, how can I do my own show? How can I have my own podcast where I just talk to myself? You're a narcissist. It's like, well, yeah, maybe. But, um. Go fuck yourself, cause you're not gonna make a show for me, so I have to do it for myself. God damn it! And you're not gonna make a podcast and invite me on it, so I had to do it myself. What I'm trying to say is, is no one's inviting me to shit, so I gotta do it myself. There's nothing wrong with that. You gotta do, you gotta DIY that shit, you know. So my life is just one giant masturbation. <laughs> Stupid. So yeah, um, put on my own show, sell my own tickets. Sold out almost every show, too. I mean, capacity is not that big. It's only 20 people. But it's like, I don't know, close to 250 tickets. So if all those people came to one show, it'd be pretty decent size. But um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I've never been more excited for a fucking show. So excited to do this damn thing. We'll see how it goes, though. I don't know, man. I think that's it. I'm not sure what else to say. I'll give you a preview of a song um and uh <laughs> i don't know if i want to give you a preview okay i'll give you a preview of the song it's gonna be stupid it's a song about um about what i what i am recovering from i'm a fuck boy recovering fuck boy as you can tell i like to travel a lot people always say they travel for you know seeing the world and i wanted to see the world and explore cultures and connect with people it's like you wanted to connect with dick let's be honest and um i didn't want to connect with dick but yeah i was you know fucking travel to get laid i mean you travel to see the world too but 
a big portion of that is obviously getting some action. When you're young, that's what you do. So anyway, I'm a recovering fuckboy because um, I thought that it would just be easy to settle down once you found someone you like. And I had no idea that um, in order to bring that plane in for landing, you've got to hit the fucking brakes and slow down a f- you know, a few kilometers out. Uh, and if you're going to make a safe landing, you don't just stop. And I've been learning how to, to just, uh, stop. <laughs> and that's what the song is about. Um, fuck boy, fuck boy rehab. Okay. I'm going to play it for you and, um, enjoy your day. Get used to these. I'll be doing them whenever I feel like it, maybe daily, maybe not. Mm, and I hope you are doing great in your life. All right, go fuck yourself. Good night. Gotta make this guy understand it's over unless he goes to fuck boy rehab. If he's bad, but it's the third best dick you've ever had, send him to fuck boy rehab. If he's bad and only goes down when you're mad, send him to fuck boy rehab. Thank you for calling 1 800 Fuck Boy Rehab. It's like Alcoholics Anonymous for dudes with daddy issues. Girl, have you been ghosted one, two, three times but keep going back? Have you spent all your money on therapy and still think it's your fault? Has he been avoiding having the quote conversation? Well, you need to send his ass to Fuck Boy Rehab. After a three month stint, he'll learn to commit. We'll teach him that it's not okay to follow 1,000 Instagram models. He'll pay for at least his half of the dinner. And we'll guarantee he'll reply to your text messages within 10 minutes or less. Instead of the usual 48 hours to 7 years. Hey, just checking in. Motherfucker. From fuckboy who lives in his mother's basement to a groom who leeches off of you. 90 days or less. Terms and conditions do apply. Men are impossible to change, but you can try. All sales are final. Better off finding someone else or just dying alone. Fuckboy rehab.